0: Hey everybody! Thanks for joining us on the Marathon Church podcast. My name is Craig Henson, and I am your host. And I'm joined today by Lead Pastor Eddie Cox. Good to be here. Yes, Worship Pastor Spencer Zook. Hey, it's good to be here today. And Executive Pastor Brian Cox. Hello. <laughs> I knew you was gonna do that. this. You can always my... count on somebody <laughs> doing something. No, he loves the microphone, yes,
1: sir. And just I get that very white sound. He does. He has that little thing going. <laughs> I need little, to turn it up. Thing. I can't hear.
0: Oh my goodness. Everybody's excited. Football season is here. Oh, Let's yes. go. Yes. Ball is here. Football's here. Check, check,
2: check. I'm trying I'm trying to test my mic. There we go.
0: <laughs> if if you think about it on Thursday, pray for me and Spencer and the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, they please, need it. Please. Oh, Are they, they playing anybody uh, that prays Tampa Bay?
2: Yeah. So you're not pulling for Tampa Bay, I guess.
1: No, Cowboys are my number one. Tampa okay. Bay is my number two, so I, I'm i pulling for number one. So how does that work? Like, if Tampa Bay people are praying to God, and then you got <laughs> a, Dallas. Well, so how does I hope that, that work. there's more Dallas people praying to God. Oh, okay. So if
3: you have more, okay, so, I guess that's, that's how it works, right?
0: I, I think so. Okay. Well, I did you. did hear you say one time that Texas, I guess, is where God is. Yeah, that's, so, that's where all the seminaries are, so it's got to be Texas. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, man. So I don't know why they haven't been good in 25 years, but, you know, yeah. I, or, uh, I guess we weren't praying hard are enough. Are
2: the Cowboys any good this year? Does anybody I mean, we're know? good,
0: but we're, but we're not
3: Tampa Bay good. Oh. You know, oh just, okay. They got the GOAT, so. They do have the GOAT. Oh, the GOAT. I'm going to miss him when he's gone. I just I hope Dak's not. healthy. If we just get Dak going, we'll,
0: we'll be all right.
2: Yeah. It'll be fun to see. Yeah.
0: It was an interesting day here on Sunday because uh, one local team lost. And one, mm. one of the other local teams won, though. Uh, yes, they did. And uh, since you're
1: listening all over the world, that would be a Clemson loss and South Carolina won. Since we're in South Carolina, right? Right. And Georgia, you got to pray for them. They got some COVID issues,
0: apparently. Yeah.
1: You know. So, I'm, I'm, I'm just <laughs> so, gonna.
2: Ryan, the, you gonna jump in? I'm, I don't think I should say anything at this point. There's
0: a small difference in the quality yeah. of opponent. Um, you but know. it is unusual, though, for oh, okay. on a weekend for Clemson to lose and South Carolina to yeah, win. A, I mean, that's yeah. a little bit unusual. Right? I would think, yes. For, you know, maybe, yeah. I don't know how
1: long that will continue. <laughs> but we, we right. have
2: a better record now. Yeah. Notice, I just gave who uh gave away who i was thinking about.
1: South Carolina mm-hmm. is undefeated. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> hey, how did Florida do,
2: by the way?
3: Uh, we won. Oh yeah, we played uh, Florida Atlantic, and um, if you're oh. listening, I'm a, I'm a Florida Gator fan. Grew up in Florida, so um, we beat Florida Atlantic 35 to 14. It wasn't the greatest like game yeah. we, we could have played, but it was good. You know, yeah. You
2: know. So. I guess there were some heartbreaks
0: <laughs> that happened uh, this weekend. Uh, you know, like that transition, mainly, yeah. yeah? I did
3: mainly for the for the
0: Clemson fans. Yes, it's a
3: lot, oh, good it's bit sad. of heartbreak. Yeah.
0: yeah, Somebody said to me on Sunday, "Where's all the orange shirts today?" Oh <laughs> my gosh. Oh, here we go. I said, I, "I I don't know. They're not wearing." We just today, lost half our audience <laughs> just <laughs> now. Did we? did we? You know what? You can't win them all. Nope. That, somebody told me that. I don't like it, but it's true. So, but we we did finish up. Love dates and heartbreaks on mm-hmm. Sunday, a big six-week series, and I think it went really well. And we actually saw mm-hmm. not just um great engagement in this series, but we also saw some life-changing people.
1: They made some decisions when it comes to the relationships for for sure. And uh, that is, yeah. I, I I don't know about y'all, but I've had all these people come to me and tell me they broke up. <laughs> That's, okay, that's I what I mean, I've been hearing. We know of a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's what the whole series was supposed to do, but that's what happened.
2: It happened after uh, Craig's <laughs> message.
0: About I'm, honor. Yeah. yeah. Oh. If you're not
2: honoring me, get away from me. That wasn't Basically. your point, was it? <laughs> yeah, it,
0: Something. It was something like that. Yeah. 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 If you're not being honored, get out. Yeah. I, I, thankfully, I don't think any marriages broke up. I, no. I don't, These no. were single people that broke right. up. My, yeah, yeah. 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 Then y'all bring is, me
1: back to save the day after yes. you break up a heart somewhere or somebody's heartbreak. Is that, what it is? is that what happened? Is that what we did? I, I don't know. know. That's what it felt like. Y'all well, threw me out there.
0: Well, that was your focus <laughs> on Sunday to wrap it up was heartbreak. Yes, it was. One of the things that I loved about the message, Eddie, is that you kind of moved us away from just relationships and relational heartbreaks. Mm-hmm. And you talked about life in general. Like we all have dreams that, that don't come true and, and some heartbreaks. And, and I, I loved how you kind of took it into the whole world idea out of just the romantic world yeah i think the the dreams the
1: things we always we have certain schedules we want to be married by graduate by all those things and a lot of times that just doesn't work doesn't happen and then what do you do is my life over because i didn't get to play nba basketball you know that was my my high school dream you know like well how could i possibly when you look at me you're like you're never gonna get to do that you know but how do you move from those kind of not having your dreams what kind of heartbreaks you have what do you do and that's what we talked about sunday
0: yeah one Mm -hmm. of your other great points in the series too was that that god puts us together god puts us in relationships and then and then in marriage to build a home to move Mm -hmm. the kingdom and i think that was a new concept for many of our people that wait There's more to this than just us being in a relationship and being happy and raising kids. God put us together to move the kingdom of God. Well, you know, uh, it's a home base.
1: I don't think everybody thinks about that when you 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 meet somebody, you're going to get married. I don't think you're thinking, God's thinking, this is a home base where I can launch for you guys and y'all can have children that for the next generation we can continue to move the kingdom and move people to Jesus Christ. I don't know if everybody's thinking like that. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's the that's the concept. I think that God's thinking about. Yeah, wasn't it the week before you talked about we have to have a mission? Yeah, yeah, the together. And I think
2: about that when me and Brenda, we've been married. Uh oh, (laughs) you shouldn't have done that. Um, (laughs) A long time, even twenty twenty nine years. Gosh, that sounded so southern. Um. But I think about the fact that we've been doing ministry, really, marathon for 25. So yes. we've had a mission that I think has, has been great for our marriage and sometimes challenging. But we've, we've had that one focus, you know, together. That really stuck out to me.
3: Yeah, well, that's, that's. Go ahead. No, I was going to say that same for me and Kelly. I haven't been married as long, but um, seven years, and we've worked in ministry together so far all seven of those years so um it's pretty special when you can find Mm -hmm. that um god in the middle of it and your purpose together you know um it's really special and a lot of people don't have that i think so it was kind of a a moment on sunday what craig was talking about where some jaws kind of hit
0: the floor and uh yeah it was really cool yeah so spencer you're in a life group with Mm -hmm. some younger families uh in the church And I know you guys haven't met a lot in the series because we just got life groups cranked up again. But what do you think might be a big takeaway for some of those younger families that are, you know, fairly new in their marriage, have babies, you know, just kind of getting their family started? Yeah, I think it's just like that
3: God is in the middle of it, you know, Um, that kind of realization that you're not doing it alone. Like marriage is um, very much a thing that you welcome God into and he's in all aspects of it and a lot of people i think get in survival mode when they start getting married having kids and it's like no it's there's purpose in everything there's purpose in the way that you raise your kids there's purpose in the way that you
0: treat your spouse and and everything like that so no i think think that's that's great and i I think what happens so often too is is when the kids come if if you are on mission as a couple a lot of times when when the children come along then the mission goes out Mm -hmm. the window because it starts to be about the kids and they're playing sports and they're going to dance and all the, all these things and and the mission unfortunately I think a lot of times just takes it starts to take the back seat yeah. you know life doesn't get any slower as you get older you know it just speeds up it's what it feels like you know and I think the idea with the you know
1: being on mission and having kids I think you have to figure out then the kids become the mission again the home base all right, move the kingdom with the kids uh to the next generation so there's a yeah, I think the the mission for me and my wife, it was always, uh, it was only seasonal. Some things we had to keep, we had to keep shifting, especially when we got yeah. our daughter. So it was a lot of things We just like, what's next, what's next? But always thinking that there's always something above that bigger, the bigger cause, the bigger thing that we're going
0: to do that kept us going. Yeah, I think one of the things that Amy and I dealt with, and, and our boys could speak to us to this better than us, but because our kids had to be a part of this mission that God had given us and it, it was yeah. in the church yeah. um, you just, you just kind of you pray that at some point they take the mission for themselves your, your kids take the mission for themselves and then, and then they get on mission with their family and that, that's really all that we prayed for but there's no guarantees with it and, and God just really blessed us that way but I think that's, that's tough for, for the kids because at some point the mission has to become theirs as well
1: yeah i think i'm seeing that with my daughter she's 17 and i don't know when it happens uh you know exactly it felt like it was 16 17 for me and i started like owning the next Mm -hmm. thing yeah this isn't just for i think that getting where it's just not about me and that is hard for a teenager to be able to get to that point okay this is really about other people you know and so i don't know when you own it
2: so you you really got to that point when you were 17
1: 17 or 18 i don't remember that <laughs> <laughs> i knew you at 17 or 18 I, that's because i was uh not speaking to you calling them out I, yes. oh yeah i mean that's when i started teaching you, you, Sunday did, school. you did
2: yeah you did do the um we children's a, church and i and i played piano a little bit yeah, back we in did the day all that. you don't it used to do sock puppets for the I um uh, yes
1: kids we did magic. mirror the magic shows we did yeah. for the kids? We yeah. Did all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Spencer,
0: you think we could, like, work puppets back into the service <laughs> yeah. somehow? Absolutely. Or... <laughs> I think we still have some in one of the yeah. closets
3: around here.
2: That's our mission now, right? <laughs> I want to go with black light.
0: We
1: don't throw anything <laughs> out around here. All right. Well, let's do black we light. We save it all.
2: Glow in the dark. <laughs> Glow in the dark puppets. puppets. That, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be
1: odd. LED lights. Oh, yeah. yes.
2: You know, I, I say that to Eddie, though, for me, it took a lot longer. <laughs> yeah. 16 or 17 because i had no idea i don't think i still working
1: on it but you were there we were doing basketball yeah and we had all the kids coming you were there yeah you know know i mean i don't know where you were i I guess i
2: guess i don't i don't think i had a clue (laughs) why i was there you know um i don't know i see it now i look back and see how fortunate we were that we were able to see that early and be in mission. I guess in ministry at that age, you know. But I didn't really get into ministry really till I was thirty. Yeah, you believe that, Spencer? That's your That's age. Wild man. Yeah, but I never. I'm still understanding the mission for my kids. It, it is difficult with pastor kids. Mm-hmm. That's probably a whole other podcast. Yes, they are but mm. trying to help them and I do see like Cassidy, I do see that happening for her and and how important that her seeing me and Brenda on point and on mission makes a difference in growing the kingdom. I can see what you were talking about, Eddie is how the next generation develops and continues the message of God on
1: and on, you know. Yeah, we even once we're in heaven, who's next, you know, yeah. what's gonna so that's kinda why I, the home's established, children, you know, all in there. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's how I see what he was trying to do with the – because I think we get it set up with when you're first trying to figure out your mission, you're thinking of a single mission that's just about you. And then you're going to put two people together and try to get those two missions on the same page. That's
0: what makes the marriage, and that's the hardest part, is picking the right one. You know, I think our perspective is different because we are in vocational ministry, and I think some of the families probably are wrestling right now with, okay, what does this mission look like for us? And I, I think, and and you tell us this all the time, Andy, this this is just about your everyday life. This is about doing God's work in your life, in the place he's placed you. I, I think in the in the message it says your everyday walking around life, present it to God, you mm-hmm. know? Yes. And I, I, hopefully when people are listening, they're not going, well, yeah, it's easy for those guys because that's their work as well. But wherever you are in life, that's what God wants you to do. Just offer it up. Offer your home, your marriage up to him.
1: Yeah, if you look at everything, you know, that you have is really God's, and he wants to use it for the kingdom. That I means cars, house. I mean, it's just, you know, we, uh, when we first built our house 20 years ago, we got two ovens in it because we're doing small groups at our yeah. house. So mm-hmm. we're cooking. That's what, you know, this is what I'm. my daughter's finally figuring out, that this is what we, you know, so we're going to actually have our – with her group coming to our house this Sunday, and she's going to see how it worked for the first time. That's awesome. So it's going to be really cool. But you know, thinking now, this is why I'm doing this,
0: is to you know, whether it be a car, house, whatever it is. Yeah, I love that. Now on Sunday, when you talked about heartbreak, you you took us into the scripture and you said, look at these these people that that really set the stage for the life that we live now following Jesus. Like they all had heartbreaks; their dreams didn't come true. And you talked about Mary, the mother of Jesus, you talked about John the Baptist and and it was fascinating to think like and we we think about it at Christmas how Mary's world must have spun out of control but all her dreams went out the window as she's carrying the Messiah
1: yeah I don't know I mean let's think about how it works now, what we dream about and what we want and you talk to a lady or girl whatever what do you want you know, I want to get married have kids I want to have a house you know and all of a sudden she's in the all of a sudden. No, you're not going to get to do that. You're going to, you're going to have this baby. You're not married. And you're going to, everything you wanted to do, you're not going to get to do. And so what do you want to do? And she said, okay, I'll do it. And oh, by the way, it's going to be really bad. <laughs> yeah. It's going to pierce your soul. It's going to be really, really bad. And everybody who did anything for the kingdom back then in that first century,
0: that's what It, it was bad it really turned out bad for them and good for us mm-hmm. yeah for sure you talked about John the Baptist too he, he literally set the table for Jesus and then he ends up in, in jail and ends up losing his head and <laughs> probably not what he thought was coming as you know the, the forerunner of the Messiah
1: no I thought I mean you know he had all these people that were following him and then all of a sudden there's Jesus and they all left him and then he ends up in prison and but he's thinking I'm going to hang out with you, and we're going to change this whole world. No, you're not going to get to do that, John. You're gonna, yeah. you're done. Your six months is up. You're done, and then you're going to go, and then you're gone. So I, it, you know, I think about nobody got to do what they wanted to do, and I think about us, and we talked about that. Yeah, so how do we how do we deal with that?
2: I mean, I think about you know, John even doubted there. Asking yeah. Jesus, are you the one? Yeah, you know, is this yeah. worth it? I think we ask that question too. Is this is the mission? What's going on? Is this really worth moving the kingdom? Sometimes.
1: Well, you know, I guess everybody has to figure out. You know, we all, we all had different ideas about what we were going to do, and here yeah. we are, twenty five yeah. years yeah. later. Yeah, you know. So, what was we, you going to do for well, ministry?
3: Yeah, I was about to talk about that a little bit. So I never had a plan or dream to be in ministry um, or anything like that. Like, but I do think that if God plants a dream in you, like He's going to fulfill that. If it's really from God, He's going to fulfill that in some way. And it might not look how you thought it was or how you dreamed it. But for me, like when I discovered in high school and started like playing music in church and all that, I was like, man, my dream became to like do music full-time and like you know have have a job and it go touring and stuff like that and I got to do that um, with chasing for a little bit right out of when I graduated high school Um, but it was only for about a year and so uh, it was a lot shorter than I wanted it to be and so when I got done with that is when I you know came off the road road, I was going to move back to Florida I had no thought in my mind about like church or ministry or anything like that. I was just going to go back home and try to figure out college and school and all that stuff. And then Brian Cox came to me. (laughs) Yeah,
2: it's my fault. (laughs) Yeah, Brian
3: Cox comes up to me out here at Marathon in the lobby. He's like, hey, you want to be the youth worship leader? And I was like uh I don't know I have to think about it so I I with honestly in my mind in the back of my mind I was like I'm, I'm not doing that you know like <laughs> that was my first reaction yeah. and and so I moved back to Florida that summer and uh God spoke to me through different conversations with Brian and mm-hmm. um Jason and some other guys and so I wound up coming up here just to give it a shot and you know so my it wasn't how I thought my dream was going to play out but I, I'm doing music you know like Um, I'm doing worship music, and that's what I get to do for my job. So it's like Mm -hmm. my dream is fulfilled. It's nowhere near what I thought it was, but, um, you know, my dream is fulfilled. So it's really cool the way God worked it out, you know.
2: Yeah, I have a similar story. Just mine was later, later in my life. But, you know, I I wanted music too, so that's what I pursued heavily is studio and music and ended up – being able to lead worship at Marathon for fifteen years, believe it or not. And but then there came a point, it's funny how God changes you and how he mm-hmm. you know, as you get older, um God just reinvents you. I guess the That's mission That's a really good word. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, um what I thought I, I got to do my dream. I got to do music. <clears throat> um I never thought I'd be doing what I am now though. Yeah which is an executive pastor. Uh, I say that, and I'm laughing when I say that, (laughs) because there's no qualifications for that in my mind. But in God's mind, in his heart, he knew what I needed to be doing. And uh, so there was some heartbreak on the way to get here, but I'm so thankful for it. And I'm so thankful that God understands what we need to build the kingdom. And it is all about his kingdom. We're just fortunate we get to be in on the the ride, that you is. know, and we are blessed. We're, you know, we're way more blessed uh, than the disciples, you <laughs> know, they sure. gave everything. And we suffer some, but, you know, I'm very thankful. That, And I think for me, I had to pay attention to the mission. I think we talked about it some today. You, you've got to pay attention. Because you can be taken out pretty quick if you don't let, you know. I think this has turn into another podcast, but you know, for me, I'm just I'm just so thankful that that God saw me differently than I saw myself. Yeah, you know that he he saw something I never thought I could be. You know,
0: and that's so. one of the things we talk about in Life Track is yeah. we have to begin to see ourselves the way that God sees us, mm-hmm. and uh, so many of us don't. You know. And, Eddie, I, I think you are on point, Brian, though, because, Eddie, you said Sunday that heartbreak leaves a door open. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. And
1: I, I think That's next good. next weekend you're going to be talking about a little bit of this. But I think yes, unless – I haven't really seen anybody do anything different unless there were some pain involved. Yeah. I, I don't think yeah. we will change our behavior or change what we do or even say yes to God unless we have a little some kind of pain Push, pushes us mm-hmm. in a different direction you know yeah. so I, you know i think that's why they call them lazy boys and we talk about that yeah We because yeah. you know, it's comfortable and i like it and most everybody when they go <laughs> home sit in the same place we just get comfortable yeah you know but if if we're going to do something it's going to it's going to require pain there's no doubt
2: mm. it seems we don't move without pain we won't change without pain it's just who we are and i think I wouldn't say God puts it on us, but when it does happen, he steps in and makes good of it. We're going to talk about it this week. You know, Genesis 50-20, I think. He takes what was evil and turns it for good, and I can't wait to talk about that.
3: Yeah, that's going to be good. Yeah,
2: that's next week. Okay. Don't go there. Yeah, <laughs> I won't go there.
0: You guys, you guys took this phrase from this song, too, Spencer and Eddie. Um, oh, yeah. You don't, you don't need Jesus till you're here. And, and I thought that was a great way to end the series. It really wrapped it up because, I I, as you guys are saying that that's where we're at. Really, as Jesus followers, it's like until the pain comes, until we get to that place, we don't even know that we need Jesus.
1: Yeah, I think I don't know if uh, we're going to do a whole lot of good just you know breezing through. And I think that's why a lot of people come to God. They want an Mm -hmm. easier life. They want you know what you know God please you know it's you know almost as if. And I'm going to pray God, you're going to answer. And if I'm good, you should act. You, should act. you know, you mm-hmm. should do what you're supposed to do. If I do what I'm supposed to do, and yeah. You it,
0: said we all have a little prosperity gospel in us, right? <laughs> we do.
1: We give one dollar, and God gives ten. That's why we do this. And then when yeah. He doesn't do it, we walk. That's what happens to people. They just walk. And the truth is, not everything is going to turn out for your good. It really isn't going to. Yeah. It will be for the kingdom, but it may not be for you. And that's a hard. That's hard to do. Yeah, another take on that verse Romans eight twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. It is a, and it tells you in that verse, it's for all people. You know, when you're looking at that verse that are move, basically moving the kingdom. Is it? You know, it will turn out for that.
2: All things work together for good. good for good.
1: Not, not necessarily your good. Yeah. Not necessarily according, according to His purpose. According. That's exactly yeah. what it is. You know. Yeah. So it's really hard to wrap your head. I mean that's like, that's that go to verse when things go wrong. Yeah.
2: And I think God sees past the heartbreak. He sees what's coming. Mm-hmm. He knows what why are why this is happening is because of what's going to happen down the road 2 years from now. That purpose.
1: Yeah, I think we want to get over heartbreak immediately. Mm-hmm. Find another Yeah, we want a girlfriend it. boyfriend. Yeah, something, you yeah. know.
3: The song um if you're listening, the song we did on Sunday was "When a Heart Breaks" by Ben Rector, and um, it has a line in the chorus that says, uh, "You don't like Craig said you don't need Jesus till you're here." And it's just one of those lines that the first time you hear it, you're like, "Hey, did they yeah. just say you don't need Jesus in <laughs> yeah. church?" It's like what? It's like what and, are you singing? But then That's... you un- you kind of understand what you know what the chorus is talking about, and um, you don't need Jesus until you're at that point. And it, it's just something that hits everybody at the same level like it just kind of pierces you and it's like whoa! that's so we've all been to that moment where you know jesus was our only answer you know he was the only thing we had
0: left and so this
3: is really cool how it how it kind of hit this week with with your message you know
0: you know i think when we started this series what we wanted to see happen and and we use this phrase over and over is we wanted to see people become the kind of person the person they're looking for is looking looking for for, And uh, and I and this isn't to pat us on the back because this is all about what God was doing in our people. But I I think we accomplished that on, on a lot of levels. I think a lot of people stepped away from this series thinking, yes, I I need I need to be closer to Jesus, and I'm going to walk through this heartbreak, and I'm going to get closer to Jesus, and I'm going to be, become this person that God's calling me to be. Yeah, I would say use your pain, you know, let it let it do what it does. it talks about
1: that in the Bible. It's amazing how this stuff works. You know, yeah. but let it work its pain. Let it do its thing. Persevere through it and see what God can work out of that. And He will. It does work.
2: Yeah, for me, it, that phrase, that statement stuck out to me all the time. It mm-hmm. made me look right. at my life and say, Am I becoming the husband yeah. that Brenda wants me to be? Am I becoming that person? Am I loving like Jesus taught us to love? You know, and I really, it changed my behavior. Sure you know i'm thinking differently you have to every day remind yourself yeah you know to love like that and um so yeah i think i agree i think a lot of people um really it really spoke to them and we've seen a lot of people change i think because of that especially
3: me it, it helped us it helped me too mm-hmm.
2: cool. Yeah, i choose Spencer.
3: yeah no especially for sure it pointed out a lot of um you know flaws and things that yeah. <laughs> maybe I didn't want to see or you know didn't pay attention to for a while. And even from a perspective, I have a two-year-old, so it's like am I being the father that yeah, you know yeah. she's looking for? Um, so that's very, that's very eye-opening. You know, just trying to have patience and trying to you know love her the way that mm-hmm. a good father does. You know, it's and it's you tough. have that's another. A one. We have another one on the
1: way. Yes, he. Someone will say. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna tell.
3: I'm not gonna say. <laughs> you got to make sure we tell everybody first before I we not, say it on the
1: y'all podcast. need to
0: explain that in yeah. staff meetings. That's so yeah. okay, <laughs> just so the listeners know, we're we're talking about a gender reveal. Yes, and like I'm just envisioning like something blowing up, everything going bad, like on these videos I see on the oh, internet, yeah. and like yeah. you know. <laughs> You know, somebody getting hit by a projectile or something. Is that what we're talking about, Spencer? That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're going to do. Why do we
1: blow something up before we tell the world?
0: I love it. Yeah. Just for the record, gender re- reveals out of control. We can yeah. stop now. <laughs> and and I'll,
2: I'll say that it's a boy or a girl. 50%. Yeah. Yeah. 50-50. Now,
1: that's
0: a, that's a truth bomb for today. Yeah. It's it a is. boy it's or a girl. Heartbreak. Yep. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, it's a boy <laughs> or a girl. <laughs> yep i willing that right there. I can promise you that one. It was a great series, and uh, we have another great series coming up as well, called Unconvinced, and we're going to tackle some—I mean, some tough mm. questions—in um, the next few weeks. And so, we would encourage you guys to, to join us. And uh, if uh, if you're in the Upstate, you can catch us at 9:30 and 11 here in person, and you can always find us online, marathonchurch.org. Uh, get the app. Our Marathon Church app is fantastic. You can find it at Apple or Google. It's the best way to keep up with everything going on here at Marathon and the best way to share content with your friends. Thanks for joining us today. We will talk to you next time.